welcome you to another episode of the Vision Clarity Leadership Podcast. My name is Seth Yolorda, and I'll be your leadership coach for the next 15 minutes or so, helping you become a high-performance leader who leads high-performance teams to make a big difference in this world. And with this podcast, we are on a mission to help every person see themselves as a leader and to equip every leader to lead their teams with a clear, compelling vision. Each week, we provide free tools and resources so you can expand your leadership capacity so you can lead with a big, bold, and courageous vision that will inspire your team and change the world. And I would just ask that if you find this content to be valuable, I would be so honored if you would write a review or rate the content wherever you consume it, and please subscribe. I'm always shooting for a five-star review, and it would mean the world to me if you would do that. And I would also ask that you would share this content. Please share it via text message, whatever we can do and whatever you can do to help me get the word out there. My heart is to just help leaders grow. And so if you know some leaders who are looking to grow and who are hungry to learn and to expand their capacity and they're not listening to this podcast, please do them a favor and share it with them so they can join this community of visionaries who are growing their capacity and really trying to change the world. So in today's episode, I wanna talk to you about what I believe is probably the most powerful tool I have used when working with teams and organizations to really help them diagnose where they are, what's going on, and what they need to be focusing on right now. If you're leading a team, you know that a lot of times it's very easy to get caught up in the whirlwind. The whirlwind is just the everyday mundane work that you're doing, whether it's sending emails, going to meetings, working on proposals, putting together business plans, you know, just the whirlwind, just the the everyday things that keep you so busy and so consumed. And if you're not careful as a leader, you will get so caught up in the whirlwind that you will be unable to really focus on those core things that are actually going to help move your organization forward. And so when I come in and I work with a team or an organization, a lot of times I like to start with just these four questions that really help the leader really clarify what is the core issue we're dealing with right now. Now, you can also do a SWOT analysis, an environmental scan, a context mapping. Like there's a number of tools that you can use that will really help you get a good assessment of what's going on internally, what's happening externally, what's going on with your team, what's going on in the external environment, so that you can be in the driver's seat and be able to make informed strategic decisions for your organization. But the tool that I like to use the most is what I call the four helpful list. And it is so simple that you can do this at every team meeting if you wanted to, even though that might be overkill, but you could still do it every team meeting. You could do it in your one-on-ones. You could use this tool definitely if you're having like an annual strategic planning retreat where you are trying to reset the vision and gain clarity for what's going to come up this next year and what your goals are for the next year. I definitely recommend you do use this tool then. But the tool simply goes like this. You sit your, t- your sit. You sit your team down and you ask them four questions. The first question you ask is, what is going right? Now, that's a simple question, but it really allows you to gain a perspective and to really enter into a spirit of gratitude. Because a lot of times as organizational leaders, we are very quick to acknowledge what's going wrong, but we're not so quick to acknowledge what's going right. So I want you just to stop and ask your team, what is going right? Now, right doesn't mean perfect. 
It doesn't mean that it's flawless. It doesn't mean that there isn't room for improvement. It just means that, man, we're doing a few things that are pretty good. And so think about your team. Think about what you've accomplished this last year, this last quarter, this last month, this last week even, and say to yourself, okay, what's right about what we did? Maybe we have a good culture. Maybe we have a healthy team dynamic. Maybe we have strong interpersonal relationships. Maybe we have a solid product that we're able to bring, that we've been able to bring to market. Maybe we have some good processes in our structure. Maybe our leadership team is right and we have a good communication channel. Doesn't have to mean that it's perfect and there's no room for improvement. Right just simply means that we're moving in the right direction. That if all else fails, at least we got a few feathers in our cap. At least we got a few things that we can sit back and be proud of. And so take some time and generate a long list with your team of 5, 10, 15, maybe even 20 things that are going on. Doesn't matter how big or how small they are, but things that are going right for you. This really, again, allows you to level set, to reset, and to allow you to say, you know what? Rome is not burning. We are okay. Now, yes, we might still have some challenges and we're going to get to those in a minute. But for right now, let's just sit back and maybe give ourselves even a pat on the back for the things that we are doing well. The second question, after you've developed your long list of what's going right, the second question I want you to ask your team is, what is going wrong? <laughs> now, this question you knew was coming. It's inevitable. If we're going to talk about what's going right, then we also have to talk about what's going wrong. And when I say what's going wrong, I'm really asking the question, what is broken? What's not working? So take, for example, you know, I have my iPhone here. And when I think about my iPhone and it's in my, it's in my office right now where I am recording this podcast, I can say, man, there's a lot of things that are going right. Like, man, you know, I can send text messages. I can make the phone calls. I can surf the internet. I can check my email. Like there's a lot that is going right. However, if I look at my iPhone and this is not mine right now, it has been in the past, but just take, for example, if the screen was cracked, then I would say, well, yeah, there's all these things that I can do, but something that is wrong or something that is broken with this iPhone is the screen is cracked or there's some chips in it or, you know, my data is full and I can no longer save cute pictures of my daughters. You want to just take a moment and say, okay, what is broken? What's not working? What is wrong? So you might look at your organization. You might say, well, Man, our customer service is just wrong. The way that we're answering the phones, the way that we're responding to requests, our packaging and fulfillment center is wrong. It's just not working. Well, the packages are getting delayed. You know, you might say, man, our hiring process, our retention process is wrong. There's just too much turnover. People are leaving. There may be some components on your leadership team. We say, man, our leadership team culture is just wrong, just broken. Tension, there's conflict, there's, there's dismissive avoidance, there's fearful avoidance, things that are going on that are just wrong. And so I want you to take time with your team and come up again with 5, 10, 15 things that you would say are wrong. Now, if you can't come up with 20, 30, you know, that's fine. The, the, the point of this is not to come up with a 20, 30 item list. The point is just simply to say, okay, here are the 5, 10, maybe 15 things that when we look at our team from a high level, we would say, here are some things that are broken. Here are some things about our organization that clearly are not working. So the first question you want to ask yourself is what is going right? The second question you want to ask is what is going wrong? The third question you want to ask is what is confused? Confused is like, okay, I have my iPhone using that analogy. I have my iPhone, the screen's broken, but I'm not quite sure how to send 
emails on my iPhone. Like I'm confused about how this device actually works or I'm not actually sure how to turn the device on. I'm confused about something. And so when you think about your team and you think about the requests and the issues that you're having to battle, ask yourself, you know, what are we hearing from people that is confusing to them? Maybe people don't know how to get from point A to point B when it comes to our people management or our CRM, or maybe maybe our website is just too difficult to navigate and it's confusing. People get lost in trying to navigate through our different items, our different programs, our different products. Maybe our workflow is confusing. People aren't sure, like, hey, do I talk to this person first and get their sign off, then go to this person? Or who's actually responsible for this initiative or this job? When you think about your team and the organization you work for, I guarantee you there are some things that you're dealing with that are confusing. And so we want you to identify what are those things that are confusing. Now, confusing is different from wrong or broken, but there might be some overlap. And what you'll find is in question two and question three and really even question four, you'll start to feel like, okay, some of these items really could go in either category. And that's fine. I don't want you to stress too much about, well, is this actually wrong or is this actually confusing? As long as it is articulated and documented on the flip chart or on your whiteboard and your Google spreadsheet, as long as you have it written down in one of those categories, it will be okay. But this question of what is confusing or what don't we understand is really just to kind of help you think through on a deeper level what are some of the issues that you, your team, your customers, your stakeholders are having to deal with? What are some of the complaints, some of the challenges that you're hearing people repeat over and over and over to you? Fourth question, if the first one is what is right, the second one is what is wrong, the third one is what is confused, the fourth question is what is missing? What's not here? You might say, well, clearly what's missing is we don't have an HR director. What's missing is we don't have a talent acquisition director. What's missing is we don't have this key piece of software that would actually help us meet our customers' needs. What's missing is we don't have a workflow for this particular process or this project that we're trying to get off the ground. And so when you think about your team, your organization, I want you all to identify what currently is missing, what's not here, what is absent. Now, this will give you all room to really think and dream a little bit. If we're trying to reach this lofty vision and accomplish this goal, what are some of the things that are missing or that are preventing us from reaching our goal? I'll use, you know, my beloved Lakers for an example. So clearly, you know, they are struggling this year. At the time of this recording, I think they're two and 10. They have absolutely no shooters around them. And so if I was to do this four helpful list with the Lakers and we got to this question of what is missing, I would say what's missing are shooters. Clearly, that's what's missing. It's so obvious. It's so glaring. And the reason why we're failing isn't because we don't have defense. It's not because we don't have interior play and bigs down low who can rebound and bang the ball down low. It's because we just don't have shooters. <laughs> it's sad, but it's true. We just don't have shooters. And that's for the Lakers. <laughs> but when you think about your team, there are also some things that are glaring to you. And maybe if you can't see them, trust me, go ask your receptionist. Go ask the person who sits at the front desk who's answering phone calls. Go ask your customers, hey, what do you think we could add that would actually make this process or our organization, our company better? And I promise you, they will tell you. And so you want to ask yourself these four questions. What's right? What's wrong? What's confused? What's missing? And after you have populated these four 
buckets with 10 to 15 items in each bucket. And again, there may be some overlap between what's wrong, what's missing, and what's confused. You then want to say, okay, now that we have a fairly good picture of all of the various challenges that we're facing, when we look across these four buckets, what would you say are the core issues? And this really becomes the fifth question. And this fifth question is really the most important question. Because when you look at your list, particularly question two, three, and four, what's wrong, what's missing, what's confused, and you look at those three buckets and you say, okay, so based off of this, what's the core issue? You then begin to see some themes or some similarity. You can bucket the items together. Well, we realize that our HR process of recruiting is just wrong. It takes too long. It's too slow. We lose great applicants. The turnaround time of when someone applies to actually hearing a response back is like two months. That's just too long. People aren't waiting around. We also know that we're missing an HR director. So when it comes to your core issue list, you might say our core issue is, is a lack of a solid HR department. That becomes the core issue. And so you want to look across these lists that you've just populated with 10 to 15 items and you want to identify really anywhere between four to six core issues. You don't really want more than six because now it's no longer core. These are the four to five, maybe six things that you know, if we solve these four or five issues, it would solve a whole lot in our organization. These four things are, in fact, the lead domino. And so you want to take time and you want to go through what is right. What is wrong? What's missing? What's confused? What's the core issue? And once you have that core issue clearly identified, the next step is to build a strategy around addressing each one of those core issues. Okay, so if a lack of an HR department is one of our core issues, what are we going to do to address that? And that becomes your sole focus for the next 60, 90 days, we have to address this problem. Because if we can address this problem, it will move so many other problems out of our way. It will solve so many other problems for us. So I want you to take the time and walk with your team through this exercise. Really sit with it. It should normally take around an hour to 90 minutes to do this exercise well, where you have five, 10, 15 people in the room together, you and your core team, you give everyone an opportunity to speak, everyone an opportunity to share. There's no wrong answers. You're populating the list. But then when it comes to the core issue, you're really wanting to make sure that whatever those four or five or six things are, there is consensus amongst my team that these are, in fact, the core issues. You take those core issues and you build a plan around addressing them. This is a tool that I use with every single one of my clients. Anyone I work with, anyone I talk to from an organizational perspective, if they're saying, hey, we're trying to plan for the new year, we're trying to get our stuff right, we have some issues we're trying to address, we want to refresh our vision, I always start with the four helpful list. Because identifying those core issues will help you really see what is preventing us from reaching our destination. I hope this episode was helpful. I would love for you to actually share this episode with your team. You can play it either during a staff meeting or send it to them ahead of time, let them listen to it, and then you all can come together 
and work through this exercise together as a team going through these four helpful lists. And if you find this tool to be helpful, would you just please let me know, reach out to me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and just let me know how you've been able to apply it to your team and to your organization. And please share this episode with those that you come in contact with. Again, I am Seth Yolorda, and this is the Vision Clarity Leadership Podcast. And we believe that the greatest problem in this world is leadership, and the solution to that problem is also leadership. See you next week.